Welcome back to the new Bad Rankings Adventures. I'm your new scientist, Ben Creighton. With me as always... Hi, everybody. I'm Kenny Wendorski. You can still come for Anthony, though. You, yeah, yeah, of course. In, in fact, you know what? You used to come for Batman. Now you come for Anthony. Batman's, Batman's still here, but... <laughs> <laughs> and you can stay for that. Everything's yeah. changed. Everything's new. It's different. It is. It's strange. But it's still similar. Very similar still. Yeah. It's, you know... Yeah. It's, it's right in that uncanny valley of Batman. It's just similar in it enough to give you the fucking creeps. <laughs> it's, it's like you, you started a new school. Uh, all your friends are still around. They all look the same. We're all just, uh, you know, in, yeah. in different clothing and different teachers and a uh, different environment. That's all. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, we've, we've got, uh, we open up today, we watch Sins of the Father. That's right. Uh, and we get no title card. We, that's how it's going to be from now on. Yep. It's we just, just the just title itself. Panning shot from the Gotham City sky down to this slum looking neighborhood where this uh this this kid in a in a torn sweatshirt is on the run. He's running away from a, a cop. Apparently he stole the cop's donuts. <laughs> yeah, I laughed pretty pretty hard at that too. <laughs> the guy stole donuts from a cop and the cop is giving pursuit <laughs> yep uh, can't make this shit up everybody this was actually in the episode <laughs> well it's it's almost as though uh the the police tend to uh prioritize uh things that are of personal interest to them and spend a, a disproportionate amount of uh public funding and resources and time and energy on things that they personally care about and not necessarily things that are in the public good or <laughs> this something cop, <laughs> this cop cared about them donuts he followed uh the uh, thief is a young boy yep. he follows that kid into an empty alleyway uh the kid climbs up a ladder and the cop is like, ah, now I'm going to get you. He starts trying to climb up the ladder. That cop wanted those donuts. Those were pretty good donuts, I'm guessing. I, I'm guessing. But you know what? At no at no time did the cop uh, tase this small child or point a loaded gun at him. So, you know, thank God for small favors, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well... This this uh this this boy was white. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, regardless, the uh, the the window at up at the top of the fire escape is is locked. So the cop thinks, "Ooh, I got you now." But this this young boy is resourceful. He pulls a batarang out of his pocket and chucks it at a clothesline, which causes the clothes to fall down, and the cop gets tangled up and. The, the kid catches the batarang, folds it up, and and takes off running and and chucks a, a one of the donuts at the cop's head for good measure. Yeah, add insult to injury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we we cut from that to a couple of thugs knocking on a rundown apartment uh, door, yelling, "Open up, Drake! The boss wants to see you." And for Batman aficionados. If you didn't know already, aha, Drake, as in Tim Drake, as in, in, in the comics, I believe the third Robin. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, they don't do Jason Todd in the, uh, in this, in this yet anyway. Yeah, yeah. As I understand it, our animated version of Tim Drake is going to combine some elements from the comics Tim Drake and the comics Jason Todd, but, uh... 
in any case, these these mooks kick in the door. There's this messy apartment. They're they're searching around for something. They notice a corkboard covered in newspaper clippings about Batman. Apparently, there's a Batman fanboy living here, such as the the young boy who climbs in the window, the one who had 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 a batarang. This is it. It takes a while before it's fully dropped, but just for the purposes of talking about this episode, this is Tim Drake, who is shortly to become Robin. Yeah, he's got his donuts still from the chase, and the goons, they, they catch him, uh, and they're like, hey, you, where, where's your dad? And, you know, I gotta give credit where credit's due. This kid is about as tough as nails as it gets. He's like, who's asking? You know? Yeah, he gives zero uh, he gets shits. He a lot. He's, he's a tough kid, streetwise, smart, savvy, uh, gives no fucks. He yep. won't give up on anybody. He doesn't snitch. And that's something I enjoyed about this episode. This kid's tough as nails. Yeah, yeah. And so he uh, he gives gives these two thugs the slip, runs out into the hallway, runs to the banister, the, uh, the stairway going down, stops, puts a rug on the banister to cut down on friction, and then surfs down it. I think yeah. you would have been faster just running down the stairs, my dude. <laughs> <laughs> But that's not exciting. This was exciting. Yeah, this is um, this is some real like three ninjas home alone, <laughs> <laughs> like little kids getting one over on thugs. This was a big thing in the nineties. Feels yeah. like it's you don't see this sort of subgenre of kid action hero nearly as much these days. But nah, it's it's of that's its time. That's a shame. Yeah, that's a shame. <laughs> it's fun to see uh, kids. Pull one over on uh, mean old adults. Yeah, mean old but, adults uh, with guns who would murder him without a second thought. Oh, yeah. <laughs> These mooks, they, they don't hesitate. They shoot at him. Yeah. Uh, and you made a note that the WB is a little bit more lenient when it comes to, I don't know, violence, uh, saying dead instead of destroyed. Yeah. Um, you yeah. can say and get away with a little bit more on Kids WB than you could on Fox, so... Yeah. Kudos to them. They straight up are shooting at this kid. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny how times change very quickly sometimes. Because at the beginning of Batman the Animated Series, which was only a few, like, what, three, four years ago at the time this episode mm-hmm. aired, it was a big mm-hmm. deal even to have a realistic-looking gun on a kid's show. And yeah, it was always laser guns. Like G.I. Joe, yep. Transformers. It was always some kind of... Uh, Spider-Man, the animated series, they used laser guns too. Yeah, and that that would have been running around the same time that this was, and yeah, but uh, yeah, but in in this episode, we have we have uh, adults speaking in frank terms about murdering a small child with guns. It was yeah, even compared to the original Batman, the animated series, it's a step up in content. But uh, uh, Tim Drake, he books it out of there, but he does run into. Two-Face. Yep. Uh, we get to see Two-Face's he, new design, which is very similar to his old design. Just a little... Yeah, not too bad. A little streamlined, a little more angular, a little easier to animate. But I think this is one of the better redesigns that we've got, certainly when it comes to faithfulness to the original. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Two-Face slaps the kid around, which yep. was another eye-opening moment, and searches him and finds a note that is addressed to Timmy saying the heat is on, so he has to leave town, but here I need you to hold on to this. And inside of that note is a key. Yep, and uh, Two-Face having gotten what he wanted, he flips his coin and says to his mooks, okay, kill the kid. 
Uh, yeah. That's when Batman jumps in. He saves the kid. We get a big, like, dockside fight. There, Batman gets knocked into some some oil barrels at one point. The mooks fire at him, start a fire. Everybody's running around. The the kid, Tim Drake, he breaks out of his restraints and and he's he's trying to help Batman out. <laughs> yeah, there's an explosion, so you go ahead, take a shot. Yeah. It's been a while. Enjoy yourself. You deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh you they jump hard. into the dock, into the water. Uh Tim says to Batman, oh, Batman's unconscious. He's been kind of blasted away, so he's he's shaken. Yep. And Tim says, we're sending ducks. we got to get out of here. Batman clicks a gizmo in his belt, and out comes our brand new redesigned Batboat, which is not bad looking. Yeah, that's fine. It's not bad. Yep. So uh, They hop in, and they close the door just in the nick of time before the hired goons start shooting at him. And Tim's trying to figure out how to start the boat. And uh, Batman uses his voice. It's like Siri. Sorry, I didn't quite get that. <laughs> he says, uh, uh, take me home, boat. Take me home. So, uh, sweet home Alabama. Take me on home, <laughs> And the boat does it. <laughs> yep so our two intrepid heroes uh get to the get to the bat cave where they're met by alfred who's uh who's patching bruce up as as tim just geeks out over the bat cave and he says if you only knew how many times i've dreamed about this place which i'm kind of scratching my head like is the existence of the bat cave public knowledge because how did how did news of that get out i don't think it is but just the knowledge that Batman's got an area where he keeps all of his gadgets and gizmos. I mean, clearly he has the Batarang, and I'm sure from... I mean, in the newspaper clipping, they do show one of the vehicles, either the boat or the, the Batmobile. Yeah. So I, I think that's his way of saying it. Like, I always wanted to see where you kept your stuff. And now he's there. Yep, and he also sees the the Robin suit hanging up in a glass case, and he, and he drops another important-sounding line... Whatever happened to him? So we're we're yeah. getting a little bit of exposition here. Something, something happened to Robin. Not sure what happened to uh, to our buddy Dick Grayson, but seems like to those who are paying attention to Batman's activities, he hasn't been in the picture for a while. Yeah, and uh, Alfred's attending to the wounds of Batman. Batman gets up and goes, uh, "Where's the kid?" And Alfred said, "He's here." And where did he go? Well, the kid has gone upstairs, and he's snooping around i wouldn't say snooping but he's walking around he does put it, the pieces together he sees a picture of bruce wayne and he's like ah so so this is it this is the guy and then uh you hear a voice off stage it's batgirl's voice who says ah crap you saw too much and she uh, <laughs> swoops in and brings him back downstairs to the bat the bat cave Yep, which is which is another new development in this revamped series. Previously, Batgirl's partnership with Batman and Robin had been sort of uh, unofficial, and she was not privy to the secret identities and and all the backroom goings on. As far as we can tell from this point, Batgirl has been officially brought into the fold. She has Batcave access. She knows Bruce Wayne's secret identity. Presumably knows. Uh, Knows Dick Grayson's as well. Not yeah. sure when or how this happened quite yet. Um, and uh, Batman asks 
Tim Drake, you know, why did Two-Face want you? Tim Drake says, I don't know. I honestly don't know. I want something from my dad. All I had was a note um, and a, an impression on the note is a key impression. Yep. Batgirl says to Batman, do you recognize this? And Batman says, well, since I know every key in the world and can recognize <laughs> it from a... From an impression left on paper, uh, yes, that looks like an airport locker key. I, uh, Sarah was watching the episode <laughs> and she, she actually did say some of the effect of, what? That could have been any key. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a distinctive key. It just looks like, could be a house key or, or a padlock key or. or... I mean, it looked like, remember my 88 Oldsmobile? Mm-hmm. It looked like that key. Yeah. Uh, ba- yeah. <laughs> any key. But yeah. uh, apparently it's the airport. Yep. Okay. <laughs> sure. Uh, let's con- let's continue that narrative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so so we, we cut to Two Face and some thugs opening uh, a opening a locker at Gotham Airport and pulling out a a suitcase a little a little bag with two jars one red and one blue in there and that's when Batman and Batgirl swoop into action. Batgirl takes out the thugs off screen. Her first useful thing she's ever done as Batgirl, and it happens off screen. Yeah, she... <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's not quite clear what Two-Face is taking from this locker. It looks like two thermoses, a blue and a red one. Yeah. Uh, Batman has a nice little chase sequence. Uh, Two-Face takes his... his goods whatever they are and and jumps aboard one of those airport luggage carts out on the runways and tries to make his getaway batman's chasing him they have a scuffle uh but long story short two-face does get away with the thermoses or whatever they are intact and batman and batgirl have to uh have to piece off back to the bat cave to figure out what's next uh yeah it turns out two-face has these these things are meant to be used together in water to create a gas uh i don't know if it's like laughing gas or knockout gas or whatever yep he calls it nasty gas which i'm assuming is the scientific terminology (laughs) (laughs) and he wants 22 million dollars or else he's gonna you know release it in gotham city yep and at this point, uh, uh, Tim comes upon them in in the Batcave, and Batman had also been running a running a search on Tim's dad, Stephen Shifty Drake, who had been a low level mook working for Two Face, who had apparently double crossed him and stolen this gas. The picture that we're getting is that Tim's dad, kind of a criminal, probably not a great guy, but drew the line at mass terrorism, and yeah wanted to stop Two-Face, but he has been found dead in the Metropolis River. And yeah. uh, Batgirl tries to say, well, maybe, maybe it's not him. Maybe, and Batman says, no, he's dead. Let's cut it straight to the point. Your dad's dead. And Tim, he's trying to be a tough guy, but you can see some tears come out. Yeah, I mean, that was his dad. He was a deadbeat, but that still was his dad. And uh, Tim says, I think I know where they might be at the Janus Janus uh, movie theater. Yes, indeed. Yeah. Janus, of course, being the two-faced Roman god of beginnings and ends and time and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> so we get our 
we get our 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 doubling uh <laughs> motif for our two-face episode and batman and batgirl are getting into the batmobile ready to to head on down there and of of course tim i want to go i've got a i've got a stake in this i want to help nope i'm batman i work alone also with batgirl <laughs> yeah it's too dangerous yeah now if you'll excuse me me and this uh young woman will go into a dangerous situation yes me me and this young but uh of legal age woman uh this will become important <laughs> later uh don't worry about it we're gonna peace out <laughs> and they do they peace on out they head towards that movie theater and uh, no one's paid the $22 million ransom. So Two-Face is like, well, all right, get the gas mask. Let's do this thing. Yep. And uh, Batman and Batgirl, they show up. And you get yourself your, your third act fight scene. Yep. And, and of course, surprising no one, uh, Tim Drake has, has stolen the Robin suit. He's suited up. He uh, tails them riding on the, <laughs> riding on the top of of a truck that he somehow knows is going in that direction. <laughs> he catches uh, yeah. up to them, jumps into the fight scene. At this point, it's a pretty, pretty typical Batman third act. Just punch him up fest. Yeah. Luckily he kept that batarang at one point. He's getting choked by uh two face, but he still has that batarang and uses it to, to hit some scaffolding that'll fall down on them all. And yeah. Yep. Fight scene ends. And, uh, then you got yourself uh, him being trained by Batman. Yep, Batman's. Uh, we after Batman, you know, takes takes Two Face down. Uh, Batgirl stops the chemical bomb gas, whatever it is, by yanking on some wires. We we fade to uh, to Bruce Wayne and Tim Drake squaring off in karate geese. American gladiator style with his, <laughs> like the big giant padded Q-tip deal. <laughs> yeah. And Batman says, okay, if you're going to work for me, I got some rules. You rule number one, give me everything you got. Rule number two, then give me some more. That's, That's impossible. impossible. No, no one can give more than 100%. By definition, that is the most anyone can give. And rule number three, I make the rules. And that's when Dick Grayson in civilian attire walks in and says, yeah, watch out for that last one, kid. And that's kind of our big, like, oh, okay, Dick's still around. We're not sure what his deal is yet. That's kind of where, thus ends Sins of the Father. Yep. Kenny, does this episode hold up? It does. I was pleasantly surprised. I enjoyed this one. I thought it was only okay. It was Oh, really? Yeah, it was it was interesting for, you know, intro properly introducing. We saw him last week in Holiday Nights, but giving the proper origin story of a new character hinting at some dynamics in the what's known in the fandom as the Bat the Bat family. Uh that stuff was good. On the other hand, Tim Drake learns that his father is dead in this episode, sheds some tears in one scene, and is right back to being, you know, plucky, you know, gritty <laughs> kid sidekick, making quips and calling Two-Face puke face in the next scene. That's right. He does say puke face a lot. He says um, a lot. And, I... <laughs> like, like, by the end of Batman the Animated Series proper, I really appreciated the Batman-Robin, you know, Bruce Wayne-Dick Grayson relationship, the way it had progressed, and the way they, 
despite a certain amount of friction over Bruce's authoritarian nature, you know, they were able to bond over shared tragedy. This episode just didn't have that same, like, human connection that I really wanted. See, I kind of enjoyed, I, I really enjoyed Tim Drake's introduction. I liked him as a streetwise tough kid. He is, he's a... Uh... He's from the streets and he knows how to say things and word things. I enjoyed it. So um, I didn't love this episode, but I thought it was a pretty good origin story. And especially considering we did it in 30 minutes. Um, this wasn't a two-parter. We we did it all in one shot. And, uh, I, you know, I, I kind of enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I, I will give it that. It's definitely well-paced and it does a lot with its runtime. It's yeah. it's very efficient storytelling, which is not something we've always gotten out of Batman. So, yeah, but uh, now seems like a good time. Uh, speaking of things that have gotten less and less efficient as time goes on and our master list has uh, has expanded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a disciple of science. I know the universe is in full compliance with Let's break out the science machine. science machine. Woo! All right. <laughs> my fair part of the day. Oh, now, right. we had just recorded not that long ago, so, I mean, pretty much everything's already booted up. Yeah, so we I- didn't... You know what? I never even took my lab coat off. I did have to put pants on because I had to go get some groceries, but I guess it's time to take those pants off. <laughs> Woo! All right, I'll let you do your thing. I got my coffee here. All right. It's going to take some breathing exercises. That's good. Two-Face, See No Evil, Harley and Ivy, Demon's Quest, House and Garden, Cat in the Club, Where the Great Ghost, The Man Who Killed Batman, Showdown, Second Chance, Almost Got Him, Harlequinage, Perchance to Dream, Robin's Reckoning, Read My Lips, Heart of Ice, Laughing Fish, I Am the Night, Day of the Samurai, Eternal Youth, Pretty Poison, The Forgotten, Joker's Favorite, Feet of Clay, Silicon Soul, Collecting, Heart of Steel, Time Out of Joint, Harley's Holiday, What is Reality, Avatar, Deep Freeze. If you're so smart, why aren't you rich? Sideshow, Joker's Wild, Vendetta, The Last Left, Nothing to Fear, The Strange Secret of Bruce Wayne, A Bullet for Bullock, The Lion and the Unicorn, Zatanna, Dreams in Darkness, Off Balance, The Mechanic, Tiger, Tiger, Appointment in Crime Alley, On with Wings, Christmas with the Joker, Matt as a Hatter, Riddler's Reform, Blind as a Bat, Mudslide, Murder the Wolf, Knight of the Ninja, Baby Doll, Make Him Laugh, Trial, Fear of Victory, Shadow of the Bat. POV, Prophecy of Doom, Birds of a Feather, Be a Clown, The Cape and Cow, Conspiracy, Fire from Olympus, Bane, Catwalk, Batgirl, Returns, Worry Man, Paging the Crime Doctor, It's Never Too Late, The Underdwellers, Nobody's Perfect, Holiday Nights, The Terrible Trio, Terror in the Sky, Catch, Trice, Fever, Lockup, and I've Got Batman in My Basement. Yeah! Woo! That was good! You did real good on that one! Oh man, I brought the energy, but I don't feel like I had the precision. (laughs) I stumbled a couple of times. No, man, that was, I thought that was pretty great. (laughs) We'll, we'll see. My, uh, you know, I, I'm the one who edits these, and my, my <laughs> recollection does not always match up when I hear the recording back. Sometimes I'll be like, oh, man, that felt good at the time. But, no, I screwed that up a couple of times. I didn't notice. <laughs> so we'll see. What well, sounded fine to me. All right. Let me pull out the old random number generator here. Mm-hmm. RNGesus. Jesus. Yes, indeed. And let's see here. We've got... Oof, 80 episodes. Is this episode, Sins of the Father, better or worse than number 23, Joker's Favor? No. Yeah, I, I gotta give it to Joker's Favor. Yeah. That was a small story, but a very uh, efficient small story. Yeah. Yeah, this one... Today's episode is is more interesting for what it... I feel for what it implies about what's been going on in the greater Batman universe than what actually happened in this story. I mean, Mm -hmm. if you look at the actual plot, Two-Face was kind of wasted in this one because 
like holding the city hostage with a gas bomb. That's more of a Joker plot. That's yeah. It's not really a two face scheme. It's weird. Yeah. But, all right. Is Sins of the Father better or worse than number 60, Shadow of the Bat? Yeah, still no. better than Shadow of the Bat. Really? Oh, yeah. Then then, then Barbara just, like, goofing around and, and not actually doing anything useful. Say what you will about Tim Drake. Oh, he was... I'm thinking of... Uh... I'm thinking of leather wings. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's a good uh, twelve spots up on the list. Yeah, God Shadow of the Bat was um, the the two parter that introduced that Batgirl. Was the Batgirl introduction. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You see, there's so many of them now. I'm getting them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I concur. <laughs> All right. In that case, is Sins of the Father better or worse than number twenty eight? Time out of joint. No, I think Time Out of Joint was better. That that was a fun time travel gizmo. Yeah. Just a just a really beautiful... I mean, the animation itself is just fun. The backwards and forwards in time. Absolutely. 100% agreed. All right. In that case, is Sins of the Father better or worse than number 32, Deep Freeze? I kind of like Deep Freeze more. Yeah. I like the the space, the environment of that uh, Atlantis. I, I know it's not called Atlantis, but but let's get real, Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, that futuristic city that was like Disneyland on water. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a lot of good. You know, the idea of him being frozen and falling down, and he's going to be trapped like that because he's immortal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to concur. Going to give it to Deep Freeze. In that case, is Sins of the Father better or worse than number 45, The Mechanic? No. I like that backstory, explaining the Batmobile, and I like the voice acting of the actual mechanic. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying anything is wrong about the voice acting here. In fact, on the contrary, the, the kid who plays Robin did a great job. Uh, but I, I love that idea of, hey, do you want to actually know how the Batman was made and where it comes from? Here you go. Yeah, I can see it. It was fun seeing that older design for the, the previous Batmobile. Yeah. That was, that was kind of a neat thing. with the, with the Both had car chases at the airport. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think the car chase and the mechanic was a little more interesting, a little more exciting, though. Yeah. So, yeah, okay, I'll concur. In that case, is Sins of the Father better or worse than number 55, Night of the Ninja? Yeah, I actually think this one is better than Night of the Ninja. Yeah, Night of the Ninja was... It was cool getting, you know, again, some Batman backstory, but as I recall, that one was a little slower, a little more sedate in its pacing. This Mm -hmm. one... This one left me wanting more, which is not a, a bad thing. Something we've brought up with the uh, invisible uh, ghost one, whatever you want to call it, the invisible man one. Yeah, see no evil. Uh, child endangerment was pretty big time in this episode. Uh, I didn't really feel the stakes in the uh, Night of the Ninja, even when it was just Bruce Wayne. You know, he, he couldn't fight back. It, it, child endangerment kind of wins the day. Yeah, I don't I don't know though. I don't know that I ever 
really felt that Tim Drake was actually in danger because the the episode doesn't play it seriously, which I, I don't know. I he mean, slapped him across the face. That was pretty intense. Yeah, but but because Tim Drake never never acts afraid, I never felt afraid for him. Okay. Um, and like I get that. That's just part of the genre because if if you were to play this character being taken hostage by mobsters as seriously as it actually would deserve in real life, then then Batman would look monstrous for putting this kid in a costume and sending him out to fight to fight crime. Yeah. So it's it's one of those things where you just you have to suspend your disbelief if you're going to enjoy the idea of a kid Robin at all. Mm-hmm. But it it does mean that this it's why this episode played lighter than I would have liked. It's why I think a college-age Robin was a good, a smart move for Batman the Animated Series to begin with, and it was kind of not a great move for them, I think, to reverse that in right. this series. Well, you gotta sell them toys. You gotta make it more accessible to the kids. Yeah, and... I don't know. Part of the problem is that I never did see this episode as a kid. I think we were already in high school by the time this yeah, came we out. Were, we were kind of in the middle of high school. Yeah. So. And and even then I didn't I didn't watch a whole lot of the new Batman adventures, the the post redesign stuff until you were too you, busy getting laid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Until years <laughs> after that. So I don't have the nostalgia of having experienced this as a kid and relating very directly to Tim Drake. It was probably effective at that because when I was more like, you know, eight or ten years old, I love that shit. I remember watching Three Ninjas and like yeah. jumping around on the furniture and so excited watching these little kids beat up on grown adults with their ninja skills <laughs> and, and wanting to learn. I wanted to learn karate. I wanted to dress up in a gi and be a little kid ninja. Uh, so I don't know if any of those words actually got me closer to deciding whether this is better than night of the ninja. So I'll just concur with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it's done. Yeah. Uh, no, but at the end of the day, I think this was the pacing was better, and uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, in that case, is this episode "Sins of the Father" better or worse than number forty-nine, "Christmas with the Joker"? Oh. No, <laughs> I gotta go with "Christmas with the Joker" on that one. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and concur. "Christmas with the Joker" was was good at being what it was, which was a silly, campy genre throwback to classic comics or the Adam West version of the character. Mm-hmm. All right. We're getting close now. Is this episode, Sins of the Father, better or worse than number 50, Mad as a Hatter? That's interesting, because that performance from... Uh, yeah, Rowdy Roddy, Roddy Piper. Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> no, I actually did know that it was Roddy McDowell this time. I just wanted to... <laughs> yeah, that call him that from now on, that poor guy. <laughs> Rowdy Roddy McDowell. Uh, <laughs> yes, that was an excellent performance. I think the Mad Hatter's motivation was more interesting than I don't know, he's two-faced. Throw the number 2 in a lot and and he holds the city for hostage. It's fine, don't worry about it. It's a fun 
tale of a guy who just wanted love so bad that he was willing to break the law for it. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Mad Hatter. All right. Well, in that case, let's see. Is Sins of the Father better or worse? We're just going down one every time. Better or worse than number 51, Riddler's Reform? I think Riddler's Reform is better. Yeah, I we're definitely getting close, but I I think for for telling a nice neat self-contained story, I think I would give the edge to Riddler's Reform. Right. This this episode is definitely we're we're definitely getting continuity here, which is something that I appreciate, but it does mean that every 22 minutes is is less on its own merits. We're getting an origin story with this one. Nothing wrong with that, but it does feel like we've retread this before a couple of times. Uh, so Riddler's Reform is original. Yeah, yeah. Dead Parents, I Am Vengeance. We've seen this story told a couple you, times yeah. before. Will you teach me how to fight? Sure. You know? <laughs> I'm in charge. There might be yeah. friction later because I'm Batman and I right. have to be in charge of things. Yeah. All right. In that case is, all right, going down one more. Aaron Jesus wants us to do this very methodically. <laughs> is Sins of the Father better or worse than number 52, Blind as a Bat? I kind of think Blind as a Bat is better. I, I have always enjoyed that the stealth copter. And... I enjoyed that final set piece in that factory with all the lava that happens to be in there. Yeah. Uh, and I like the idea of Batman having to rely on his other senses. Yeah, I think this this episode's more ambitious. It tries to tell a more personal story. I just I wish it were more focused. It it gave the it gave the story, the characters and the motivation such short shrift that yeah. yeah. I think I would concur and give it to Blind as a Bat. It's fun to see Batman do things that are he doesn't normally do. Yeah. All right, we're dropping one spot down once again. Seriously? Ser <laughs> well, <laughs> we're real close. We only have two more in <laughs> in the range. Is Sins of the Father better or worse than number 53, Mudslide? Oh, We, we always say when Mudslide is good, it's real good. And when it's bad, it's real bad. Yeah. I I think I would give this one to Sins of the Father. Sins of the Father. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Mudslide has that really strong ending, but its story is just a big old nothing. And it takes so, it's so slow getting there. And that love interest part, it makes your eyes just roll, man. Yep. All right. Putting it down. Sins of the Father, sitting at the the new number 53 spot, just below Blind as a Bat, and just above Mudslide. Okay, that's interesting. And this is out of 80? Uh, yep, now 81. Okay. Uh, counting all the two-parters as one episode, and with Hammerman Nobody's Perfect sitting at number 75. Okay. There are well, six episodes on this list below Hammerman now. Do you realize that? Yeah. <laughs> And wow. they've been pretty recent that we've been adding to that. <laughs> Man, so. I really expected when we when we ranked Hammerman at uh, at second to last, just above I've got Batman in my basement. I'm like, well, that's where it's going to be. 
it's nothing else is getting below here. I was wrong, and that's why we when, do science. When Cat Scratch Fever uh, broke that area too, I was like, you know what? There's actually a couple of episodes that are kind of like Cat Scratch Fever. We might see this happen again. Yeah. So even though uh, the Batman in the basement started it, I had a feeling we were going to have a few more. Yep. Well, let's uh, let's see whether we think next week's episode is going to rank above or below. Nobody's perfect. It is cold comfort. Do you remember this episode, Kenny? I'm gonna guess Mr. Freeze is involved. Uh, according to the the Wikipedia plot synopsis, Mr. Freeze is in the mix. Okay, that's all I can think of. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, ditto. I'm sort of surprised we're seeing Mr. Freeze again so soon after uh, after Deep Freeze, but it feels soon to us. I suppose this is technically a new series of television, so maybe they just weren't worried about that. They weren't worried about, like, there'd been a couple, you know, two, three years gap, so I don't think they had in mind people watching these sequentially in production order when they were making these. Well, Mr. Freeze was kind of popular. Uh, they had him in the Batman and Robin movie. They had him in Sub-Zero. So he, he was kind of selling toys, I think. And so I'm sure the studio execs were like, hey, let's do another one. Let's, we'll sell some more toys. Uh, put Mr. Freeze in there. Kids like him. Yep. Well, well, we'll see how that one stacks up. In the meantime, Kenny, where can folks find you on the Internet? Uh, you can find me at Weiske TV on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. And you can find me at HBI2K on Twitter, twitch.tv slash Ben Creighton, or youtube.com slash HBI2K. And you can always find us right here at anchor.fm slash batrankings, where you can pledge one, five, or ten dollars a month and get me to make a limerick out of your name. <laughs> <laughs> Or you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. And if you do, let us know which series you would like us to cover next. Superman the Animated Series or Batman Beyond. Because we can't decide. We're, can't we're do fine it. either way, but we are split on this. So if yep. you can help us, that'd be great. Yep. So that'll be, uh, that'll be it for this week. And we will see you next week for Cold Comfort. All right. Bye, everybody.